0: Hi, welcome back to another episode. My name is Cisco, and this is Let's Talk About Anything. Alright, so let's get right into it. First of all, I want to go ahead and start by saying that I really hope you guys are having a good month. I know December just basically started. It's literally December 9th but it feels a little crazy to think and reflect back on 2022 and to even just, you know, realize that the year is almost over. I know for me personally, I had a really, really good year. I there is not a single thing that I regret about 2022. If anything, all the lessons that I learned and everything that I you know, learned about myself this year have shaped me into a better person. Um, obviously, I'm still a little crazy. I'm still, you know, a little psychotic, a little psycho, but, you know, we're we're dealing with it. I still deal with depression. I still deal with, you know, anxiety and stuff. But I mean, those are things that I personally feel like I'm anybody, you know, deals with it in long or short term. Um, it's not something that you can just casually take out of your life. You can learn to sort of deal with it, but I don't think it's as easy as just removing it from your everyday life. Anyways, as I was saying, yeah, this year was just an amazing year for me. I hope that it was the same for you. And um, if there is one thing that I learned about myself this year is that I'm not really good at setting boundaries, which is why I want to talk about specifically that setting boundaries in your life and how to, you know, do that, because especially last week, and um as I just mentioned, a little earlier, is that I am just realizing all the things that I've learned and all the things that I've applied to my life. And and I realized that setting boundaries is not necessarily something that I was able to successfully accomplish this year. Um And so, Just looking back at it i was like well going into 2023 i guess that's something that i would like to you know work on and i know that for a lot of people not just me it's just really really hard to sometimes i guess analyze what other people are doing and how that is affecting your personal life and for example i'm I'm saying something like somebody who constantly feels like they have to judge the way that you live your life and they're constantly criticizing every single little thing about you. And I know that it it can be easy, easy for you to like, or for anybody in general to just be like, you know what? Well, I don't really go fuck. Like I'm just going to mute them, you know, and just forget about them. But it's not necessarily, it's like, it's about setting boundaries. It's about letting the other person know, well, how is what I'm doing in my life Or the things that I enjoy affecting your life? And why do you feel so comfortable with, you know, being judgmental about it or just having something to say about it? Um, And so that, specifically that, saying those things to the other person could be a way for you to set, you know, boundaries and let that other person know, you know what, I'm not going to sit here and let you just casually criticize my everyday life or the things that I personally cherish and the things that I personally like to do. But also, um, with that being said, the reason why I started to think about boundaries is because this past year, I had a couple of friends, and one specific friend, actually, who I, looking back at it, I, I realized that I, the reason why we fell off is because I was never able to really set some sort of boundaries between me and this person. And uh. Eventually, you guys are going um, to hear why I sort of felt that way, and it just really sucks thinking back on it now because it it made me realize that, yes, it was a good friendship. I don't think I would actually go back and try to make, I guess, I guess to rekindle the friendship, I, I would never try to do that again because to me, it's like the past and it doesn't really matter now, but I I wish that I would have at the time had said something not only to stand up for myself, but also because I think it would have avoided all this unnecessary conflict between me and this person. So anyways, yes, I want to go ahead and give you guys a little story time today, a, a little, you know, story time behind why, behind why I think that setting boundaries is is extremely important, especially in your 20s, and also how I think, or I guess necessarily how I would like to personally set boundaries in the future. So let's get right into it. Okay, so as I mentioned earlier, there was this sort of friendship situation thing that happened this um, year, and so all of this made me really realize that I could be better at setting boundaries, and the reason why is because the way me and this person fell out was um, this particular person was, you know, saying some really harmful things uh, which I'm not going to talk about because I don't think it's necessary. I'm also not going to name drop them, but it's just, I don't know. I feel like it, it's unnecessary drama to even, you know, talk about. But anyways, me and this person, um, and I'm going to go more into detail about the whole story about how we met and how we became really close, but we just became really, really close and we were good friends for quite a while but long story short it it turned into this thing where i kind of felt like i was you know constantly being criticized and i was constantly being judged of my character and it just unfortunately just made me feel like what i needed to do was just take myself out of the situation and so uh, not only with this particular person, but with most people who, you know, had done that before, I would just pretty much ghost them or just not respond to their text messages anymore, not respond to their phone calls, just not interact with the person, because in my head, it felt like it was the right thing to do. And the reason why is because I don't really like Conflict. I can be a very silly person, and I can, you know, joke around or or things like that. But when it comes to actual conflict, and when it comes to actually confronting somebody about things that they might necessarily be doing, I'm just not really, you know, really good at it. And so I would just casually ghost a person and never talk to them again. And that's exactly what happened with this particular person. But as I started to analyze the situation, and I'm not saying that I would like to, you know, I guess re re rekindle the friendship or, you know, be friends again, I'm just saying that I would have liked to sort of manage the whole situation a little bit better by communicating better, you know, which is what I think, in the back of my head, what I think is the right way. To set boundaries with the person. And I think that it's important to to do this, to communicate and to, you know, if somebody is judging your character and it makes you feel like you're constantly being judged, and it just makes you feel like that person is not necessarily nice to you. Sitting with that person and being like, you know what? You're affecting my everyday life and it's it's straining, you know? And if you want to continue to be in my life, then I'm gonna have to, you know, you're gonna have to do certain things that you might not necessarily like or change the way that you perceive me or the way that you talk to me in order for us to be friends again. And so, as I said earlier, always communicating and having the courage to basically stand up for yourself is not necessarily the easiest thing to do, but I think it's the only way for you to, you know set boundaries without making it seem like you're ghosting the person because ghosting someone sometimes can lead the other person on the other side of the situation feel like they're not necessarily good enough or it might just leave them wondering with a lot of unanswered questions and i personally don't think that that's a nice thing to do which is why i you know started To basically realize that I needed to be better at setting boundaries. And I needed to be better at applying myself into doing these kind of things. So a lot of you guys might not necessarily know this. But I really don't have any gay friends. I've never really had a and this is going to sound very superficial in one way or another, but I've never had a gay friend who is not out there trying to make something else happen. Right. Um, so back earlier this year, I really like, it was one of my goals to just have a, I guess, gay bestie because I've always wanted, you know, that self sort of just to feel included in for me personally, the only way to sort of achieve this was to, you know, have a gay best friend. And so me and this person, we had interacted before and but it was never a thing like oh, let's hang out or let's become friends. But it eventually started to happen. Like we started to have phone call conversations and and things like that, but we still had not met in person, right? And so it turned out that this guy happened to work right down the street from where I work. And so it was kind of like a moment of, oh, my God, like, are, were we meant to, you know, me? And I am a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. And so me realizing that and sort of knowing that, it just kind of made me feel a little more comfortable into, you know, going into this this friendship. So anyways, I ended up going into his job and I, that's where it all sort of like started. We started to, you know, hang out a little bit more and our friendship really blossomed. Like we started to talk every day. We started to hang out most of the time. Like we started going to concerts together and things like that. And it was just a really good friendship. and. You know, the the sad or the bad part about these kind of friendships is the fact that sometimes we end up getting too attached. And in the beginning, it's just like every relationship. At least that's what I think so. Um, you don't really start to see any red flags. And by no means am I saying that I don't have any red flags because obviously I do. Nobody is a perfect human being. And so... The, the bad part about this was that when our friendship was very fresh and very new, it was all just so exciting. You know, I would always answer this person's phone calls. I would always answer his text messages. I would go visit him at work, like I mentioned. He would go visit me at work sometimes. And we would basically do pretty much everything. We also... Had so many plans to go on like certain trips and certain things like that. Okay, so, um, fast forward to basically like almost the end of our friendship, there was this one particular night where, uh, this person had invited me to go out, and I was a little drained because here's the thing about me I Love my friends. I love hanging out with my friends. And this is gonna sound very, very rude in some ways, or I guess just very insensitive. But I need my alone time. If you know you're you're constantly hitting me up and you're constantly, and I think this is everybody. I think we all kind of burn out, even if you have. I guess, a best friend who you love seeing all the time. You guys need your alone time. And I realized that because it it wasn't just necessarily with this person, but it had been with other people, too, who I had fallen out with. And, And here's the bad thing is that I could have avoided all of this by setting certain boundaries, you know? So anyways, that night, I this person had invited me to go out and we were in one way or another, very sort of dependent on each other uh, because he didn't really have any other gay friends. And I obviously didn't have any other gay friends besides him. And so we just felt very comfortable to always hang out with each other and make plans with each other. And see the bad part about me and the horrible thing about me is that I'm unable to say no. So what I will do when this sort of situation pops up, for example, in this you know particular occasion where this person was asking me to go out and I didn't really want to go out because I just wanted to stay in and I wanted to go hang out with my family, I never fully said no. Instead, I was like, you know, I'll tell you later. I'll, I'll let you know later, you know, kind of just like. Brushing it off and, and going around the situation. And so, long story short, like that happened that night, that, that particular time where this person had invited me, and I sort of was just like going around it and being like, oh, well, I'll just let you know later. Like, right. And I started to ignore his messages and, and, you know, just being like, well, I'll just let him know that I'm busy. Right. So, we end up going to my aunt's house because at the time I was very, very close to uh, my family members and we would always go to my aunt's house to just hang out. And so I remember that we were just hanging out and I was still texting my friend here and there and he ended up calling me, right? He ended up calling me and I answered and I was like, I'm with my family right now. I'll let you know if I'm able to make it. We're supposed to go to the movies and he was like he was basically like okay that's fine just let me know whatever and so i was like okay and so he ends up i believe he ended up text he texted me saying that he was going to go out he didn't tell me with who right and so i was like okay that's that's totally fine and so he ends up calling me again right and i i didn't answer I was like, you know what? I'm with my family. I think he'll understand. I was expecting for him to understand, but I was a little annoyed that this person kept on calling me when I had told him that I was hanging out with my family, right? But part of me was like trying to sort of be like, okay, well, I didn't really give him a straight answer. So maybe he's just wondering if I'm going to make it tonight, right? If I'm going to make it to hang out with him. And so he ends up going out and everything was fine. I was still hanging out with my family and he ended up calling me again one more time. Right. And I was like, I was kind of annoyed at this time. Like I was kind of like, well, if I didn't answer you the last time, what makes you think that I'm going to answer this time? Right. But I didn't tell him anything. I just sort of ignored it. And I was like, I'll, I'll call you when I'm home is what I remember that I, I told him and that I never did, right? Which is such a fucked up thing of me to do. And that is why, you know what? I started to realize like, damn, I really do fucking suck at setting boundaries and just being like, no, I can't answer the phone. I'm hanging out with my family right now. Instead of being like, you know what? I'll call you in a couple of minutes when I'm home. And so anyways, I get home and he calls me one more time. But... This time, for some reason, something in me basically told me, like, you know what, go ahead and answer the phone. Like, it sort of felt like an emergency, and I'm very, you know, in touch with, like, my feelings and stuff. And so I felt like that it was necessary for me to answer the phone this time around because I just felt like something was wrong. And so I answered the phone, and... This person is, like, on the phone, like, literally crying, like, bawling. I literally thought something horrible had happened, right? Like, I was like, oh, my God, did he get beat up? Like, what happened? Because I, I I remember that he had told me that he was going to go out. And so I was like, oh, my God, did he get, like, you know, did he get his ass beat? Like, what happened? He had also gotten a new car at the time. So I immediately was like, wait. Did he like get in a car accident or something? Like I was just really, really worried. And so I was like, oh my God, like what's wrong? Like what's what's happening? And so he basically was like, long story short, because I don't want I don't want to go into much detail. This is something very personal, uh, for him, but it ties back to the boundaries thing. So I felt like I needed to tell you guys a little, you know, a little bit of the story. So he was at the bar, ended up going out with his ex. His ex brought somebody else that he wasn't supposed to bring, and it just made him, made him feel away. He ended up leaving the the bar and started walking home alone because he didn't have his car. He had left it at his um, ex's house, I believe. And so, basically, long story short, I I went for him, picked him up, took him to get his car. Everything the night ended and. That was that, right? So mind you, this, this year in particular, I was going through a lot of things. Especially, like, I was going through a lot of boy problems and, and things like that. And obviously, I told this person all of these things. All of these really personal things that I was very sensitive to at the time like if somebody would bring up a certain particular person i would feel very much attacked right and so i want to say it was like two to three weeks later we that particular situation made us even closer i felt like because it just felt like it was a brotherhood, sisterhood, whatever, I just felt very, very close to this person after all of this happened, because it was a very chaotic night for him, and I just wanted to, you know, be there. I don't have any siblings, so when it comes to friendships, like, I really do cherish my friends, and I really do care for them, and so after that, there was this this one particular day when this person had called me, and I was feeling very silly that day, like, I was feeling very, um, I guess, manic, so I was just saying a bunch of shit, right, and so we were on the phone, and we started joking around and saying things, and It started to get to this point where this person was bringing up a lot of personal things and a lot of my insecurities, but he was sort of trying to do it in a funny way, right? And so he was just talking about things that I guess I felt like were flaws in myself, and it just felt like a very personal attack. And at the beginning, I was sort of like, well, this is this person's sort of humor, right? and i was like i'm gonna let it slide whatever but then it started getting progressively worse and it started to get progressive progressively worse when this person started to bring up old people from my past that i had talked to him about and i personally would never do that to someone i would never If I know it's a sensitive topic for someone and they have told me previous times and numerous times that this was a sensitive topic, I would never bring it up. I would never say something like, oh, remember when this happened? This is why that person isn't with you anymore. And so it just turned into this this really crazy phone call where me and this person were just going back and forth. And I remember that there was this part where I was like, I'm not going to say anything. I literally told this person, I was like, I'm not going to say anything. Um, So if we want to keep talking, that's fine. And I literally left this person on the phone for about one to two minutes. I went to the kitchen. I was in, and this person was still going on. And I came back and I was like, oh my God, like, what do I do? Right. And as I mentioned earlier, I'm not really good with conflict. And part of me, like, wanted to say something like I sort of wanted to defend myself but I felt like a, it it would have caused more trouble and it would have caused more drama like in the moment and if I would have said certain things there was no way that I could go back and you know fix the friendship if I would have wanted to and so I literally hung up the phone I hung up the phone, I didn't say anything, and this person kept on calling me and started texting me and I would just not reply. I basically ghosted this person right then and there. And and in the back of my head, I was sort of like, okay, well maybe I will reach out in the future, right? Maybe I will let this person know what they did wrong. And you know what I did? I absolutely didn't. I completely ghosted this person with no explanation whatsoever. And I was like, you know what? It's too late for me to even explain myself. I had like probably five to six unread messages from this person trying to figure out what was going on. But the worst part is that I never took this person off from social media. I just completely pretended like it didn't happen. And I know that that isn't normal because I would hate for somebody. If I did something to someone and they never told me about it, I would completely hate that. But part of me was also like, well, if I wasn't saying anything, how is it possible that this person was not able to read the room, you know, to basically be like, okay, well, he's not saying anything, then I'm just going to shut the fuck up, and not keep rambling about stupid shit. And so it was like that for about, I want to say two to three weeks um, until one day I ended So when all of this happened and I sort of lost the only, you know, gay friend that I had in my life, it, it once again made me really rethink my ways of communication and the things that I was doing wrong in my life and why I was losing so many friends. And I started to realize that while it wasn't all my fault obviously because it takes two people to create some sort of conflict and obviously this person was doing things that i didn't really appreciate it also was my fault because i wasn't communicating and i wasn't setting boundaries right i wasn't letting this person know hey or on the phone call, specifically on the phone call, what I did was just took myself out of the situation, completely ignored it, and then went and hung up the phone, which I personally, looking back at it now, think, wow, that was really mature of me to do. And so what I should have done was, you know, hey, what you're, you know, saying right now absolutely is hurting my feelings. It's not making me feel good. It's not making me feel great. It just kind of feels like you're Pulling out all this shit that I had told you in the past and sort of taking it out on me when I completely confided in you and trusted you to keep this in your heart. All these things that I've told you. Like it was, it's not for you to bring up and in the future. Long, anyways, I could have said so many things in order to avoid that sort of conflict. And we could have salvage the friendship if I would have simply had you know told this person at the time in the right time what they were doing wrong and how they were affecting my feelings and I think that this happens a lot not only in friendships but also with family members a lot of family members feel feel like they can casually make fun of you casually joke around push your buttons and they never seem to read the room they never seem to understand that sometimes it's a little too much. And I have been there before too, where I have made certain jokes and in the moment they're so funny that for some reason you can't really stop and you can't really, you know, take a pause and then be like, well, what I'm saying right now is really affecting this other person. And then it just causes the other person to completely take themselves out of your life and out of the situation. And so obviously, you know, setting boundaries and and, and letting somebody know is never easy because you never want to hurt the other person, right? You never want to make the other person feel like they're doing something wrong. At least that's how I feel like. And I personally don't like to create more conflict, but then again, it still creates a conflict because I'm taking myself out of the situation. I'm not expressing my feelings. I'm not, you know, Telling this person, no, what you're doing is not necessarily right and it's not making me feel good. And and at the end of the day, by doing this, by setting a certain boundary, you are allowing this person to take whatever criticism you're giving them and sort of analyze it and applying to future. You never know. You know, by by letting this person might think that they're doing whatever they're doing right. But you might be the first person who is like, no, what you're doing is wrong. And then they can sort of think on it, look back at it and be like, wait, they're kind of right. Maybe I do have to switch some things in my life in order for them to be better. And you might be saving their future relationship or you might be saving their future friendship by giving this person constructive criticism. That's really what boundaries are, you know? Yes, it's, it's letting the other person know, I'm sorry, you can't step on me. But it's also, it serves as a way for the other person to think on what they're doing wrong. And in one way or another, you're giving that person some sort of criticism, right? So yeah, that was my my experience with, you know, when I, I finally, and this is, now, right? Like I'm I'm barely now realizing that I'm not really good at setting boundaries. But you know in in the future, you know, I would I would like to be better at, you know, even even crafting a text message and sending a person maybe long, well detailed text message and being like hey, this is how I feel about this, 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 and that. And you never know. The other person might not necessarily even be aware that they're in one way or another affecting your life. I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy to analyze the situation and to just really let the other person know because you know, sometimes it feels like you're creating conflict, right? Sometimes it's easier to just be like, you know what, I'm just not going to say anything because I don't want to create any drama. I don't want to create any problems. But no, look at it as a way for you to give the other person some sort of criticism and for you to better your life and for you to better your friendships, relationships, and even, you know, most importantly, sometimes even your relationship with your family members. So anyways, I'm going to go ahead and, and wrap this up because it one forty eight in the morning. And um, so I'm really, really tired really really tired um but you know i i hope that this in one way or another helped you understand that the thought of setting boundaries does not have to be scary if anything it's something it's something good it's something beneficial for your life and for the other person's life as well so as as i wrap this up Once again, I want to go ahead and say thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to what I have to say to what I want to talk about. In this case, setting boundaries. Next week's episode is... I've mentioned this before and I feel like I keep on mentioning it. Oh my God, I can't speak right now. It's way too late. But my friend and I... I've had multiple phone calls where we have talked about, you know, bringing up some juicy topics and and some fun, entertaining topics for you guys. So I I really, really, I'm seeing her this week, so I'm really going to try to get in that episode so you guys can enjoy it a little bit better and so I can bring you guys a little more of entertainment. I sound really tired, by the way. That's because I am. Um... But, yeah, if you guys are listening to this in the morning, I hope you guys have an awesome day ahead of you. And if you guys are listening to this at night, well, I hope you guys have a great day. And I hope this this helps you, you know, go to sleep or have some good dreams. But, yeah, once again, thank you so much for listening. If you're feeling generous, make sure to, you know, share it on your story. Share it with your friends. You know, leave a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Let me know what you guys want to want me to talk about. I have a lot of topics that I want to talk about. Unfortunately, this week I was, you know, didn't have any time to record it. This is why I'm recording it so late and I'm really really tired. But yeah, I feel like I'm just rambling at this point. So, thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you next week.